Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Beskar Bucket. Today, you got just me. I'm just going going solo at this one. I wanted to get an episode out. Though it may be short, I can't talk to myself for too long. But uh, today, I wanted to talk about uh, Andor. And since we have a new trailer out, at least uh, the day after this... It came out the day before this recording, so not quite sure when I'm going to put this one out. should be within the next few days, though. But uh, I did just want to talk about that briefly and uh, kind of give my thoughts and uh, my expectations and excitement for it. So I've got the trailer playing here on my, my other monitor to give me give me a bit of inspiration. So uh, if I do kind of ramble, I do apologize. I got no one to, to keep me on track today. So, But uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about was uh, the news coming out that uh, they shot everything on location for this show. Nothing was shot on the volume screen. So I was kind of surprised about that, to be honest. Um, I figured going forward, Disney would want to do everything on the volume for the for the sake of I would assume it's cheaper to do everything on the volume as opposed to uh, shooting on location. But <clears throat> the uh, I am very excited to see some some nice uh, on location shots. Finally, um, it's been a while since we've seen anything in Star Wars that's really been primarily on location so <clears throat> i'm excited to see it looks like from the trailer there's going to be a lot of wooded area a lot of a lot of uh forest uh not quite sure exactly what the planets are but it'll be definitely interesting to see you know like i said the the on location always it always feels different but uh yeah so i i wanted to to touch on that a little bit <clears throat> Before I got into anything else, just kind of going through the trailer here, a couple. I, I do have a couple of notes here for those who are watching the video portion. Um, I do have. I've just got my my legal notepad sheet here. Um, the first thing that really stuck out to me is I did not realize what uh, Stellan Skarsgård role was. I haven't done a lot of research going into this show um, because it's it's one of those things where I just this is the first thing that I really want to be surprised by. I still watch the trailers. I, I keep up with the news, like the behind-the-scenes news, but I'm trying to keep the the story more or less unspoiled for me, which is definitely a uh, a stretch for me if you know me at all. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it feels like just from the trailers and what we've seen thus far that uh, Stellan Skarsgård's character um, seems to be like uh, kind of a mentor to to Cassian and kind of the the person to drag him into the into the fold in the in the rebellion so definitely be i love his character in in the the the, the marvel movies so which really isn't is i uh, don't crucify me for this but this that's really the the only frame of reference i have for him but uh yeah it'll be very interesting to see see that relationship it seems like they've got a very tough love relationship from uh from what we've seen in the trailers thus far. But I, I thoroughly, thoroughly am looking forward to to seeing him in the Star Wars universe. Because I think he's, I know he's a great actor, even though I haven't seen him in a whole lot. I, I've heard enough by proxy to, to understand that he's he's an excellent actor. Um, so it, it's going to be very interesting to see where he goes with that. Um, and, and again, you know, just seeing the, the backstory of Cassian 
is really is is something that intrigued me ever since you know the the of course you've got the line of you know i've been in this fight since i was six years old um so i i think that that kind of piqued the interest of everyone to see like oh well let's see what what actually happened in in all that time so i i'm i'm really interested to see you know cassian when he was young i, I i'm curious to see if they're gonna do it uh, kind of like they did with the book of Boba Fett, where a lot of its uh, flashbacks just sprinkled in throughout the story. If they're going to tell it, you know, in a linear fashion. Uh, but being that it was delayed and we're getting the first three episodes, that's what kind of makes me hope that it's going to be like, OK, let's pack all of the 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 younger Cassian, you know, the pre Diego Luna stuff into this in the first episode maybe even the first half of the first episode or you know even if it's three episodes i'm not really going to complain about it but uh you know now that we're getting three episodes since they delayed it three weeks um it'll be i i i'm, I'm hoping to see everything linear but you know that being said i'm not gonna be disappointed if you know we gotta wait you know two three episodes to see diego luna again just because I, I'm I'm very confident in 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 myself saying that this is going to be probably I'm a shill for the Mandalorian. Obviously, I've got a podcast named after him, but uh, I, I I think this is going to be one of the best Disney Plus shows and maybe even some of the best Star Wars content. Just because this is this is an area or, or an era that hasn't really been explored too terribly much, especially not with like the everyman. Um, aspect of it because if you think a lot of the rebellion is just your average citizens just going up against the empire and, and finally taking a stand um so I'm, I'm very interested to see how their approach to the uh kind of the universe here so it'll be I, I'm, I'm very excited for andor i'm gonna say that a lot just <laughs> just a heads up so I, uh, yeah, the one thing, though, that I am surprised is they were not able to get Alan Tudyk back for season one. Um, I figured since K2SO is a, the best character and the, the fan favorite from Rogue One, I thought they would have found a way to, to write him in. And they might, they may have written him into the, the first season of, of Andor, but, you know, be that scheduling conflicts or, or what have you, I haven't heard anything as to why he won't be in it. I've only heard that he's not in the first season, which is very disappointing, but you know, like I said, I'm, I'm very confident they know what they're doing with this one. So I'm not, I'm not judging it quite yet. Um, but I will definitely miss the, the sarcastic, uh, K2SO in this, but yeah, the other, the one thing I will say I'm excited for a return though, is Genevieve O'Reilly as Mon Mothma. Haven't seen her character since Rogue One, and I've got a very strong feeling that we're going to get a whole lot more of her. And uh, of she, I, I I love seeing her in come back in in really anything because it, it it ties the continuity together so well. Just to see, you know, because she looks so much like the original actress that played Mon Mothma in Return of the Jedi. So I'm very excited to see her back. It looks like she's going to have a really big role. Um. <clears throat> in the imperial senate which we got shots of in the in the newest trailer so clearly they must have done their work and, and repaired the senate senate building from uh yoda and 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 the emperor's duel in revenge of the sith so 
I am very excited to see um, her character return. And hopefully, you know, we see a lot of plotting behind the scenes kind of stuff. Uh, because I think that's one thing that really isn't explored too well. I mean, yeah, you've got Rogue One where, you know, they have to steal the plans for the Death Star, but it doesn't feel like, you know, it feels like a heist movie light. So I, I it didn't really, it didn't scratch that like heist movie itch for me. Like it wasn't like an Ocean's Eleven. It wasn't a whole lot of plotting. It was just like, okay, we got to go here to get this to do that. Uh, don't get me wrong. Fantastic movie. Still one of my my favorite Star Wars movies. But, you know, it it was kind of pitched like a heist movie. And it just it didn't land on that aspect for me. So I, I'm hoping we still get kind, kind of that underground um, heist-esque feel in, in Andor. Uh, because the opening line from the newest trailer was, you know how do you steal from the empire you just pretend like you're already there and that that's kind of what leads me to believe that it's going to be a a more of a, a heist-esque show i don't get me wrong i i, I don't think that's going to be the main main thread i think it's going to be just a part of it you know stealing from the empire to build the rebellion sort of like what we see in rebels when they're when they steal the uh oh what was it the uh the freighter i think I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen Rebels, um, but I, I, I certainly hope that we get kind of the same feel that I thought I was going to get going into Rogue One, if that makes any sense. I, I, I want a heist. I want them to steal things, but I want to see them plan it ahead of time. I don't know why. That's one of the very few things in heist movies, like the Oceans movies. Those are the scenes that really get me is like, OK, what do we have to do? Well, you've got to do this. And I have to do this, but they have to do that as well. I don't know. I just I like seeing the plans come together, like uh, like Hannibal from the A team. But uh, yeah, so I, I hope that I really really hope that's something that we get going into Andor. I think it's I I, I think they're they're gonna pull it off really well. But like I was saying, Mon Mothma kind of pulling the strings in the Senate while also um, leading the rebellion in in an essence. I think that's going to be a really interesting thing to see because again we haven't seen that before we haven't really seen the the plotting behind the scenes and up front in the in the main hall so i think you know seeing mon mothma and and i hope i really hope they can get jimmy they got jimmy smith's back for for bail organa um I, again i haven't heard anything if he's going to be in it or not i've been try like i said i've been trying to avoid a lot of the the, the story stuff um, but I, I, Jimmy Smith is another one that I would love to see come back and, uh, and see him also kind of plotting with Mon Mothma, even if it's just a cameo. Um, I don't expect him to be a massive part of the story, but it would be really nice to see him come back and, and kind of, you know, at the same time, pull those strings and, and see, you know, what exactly he can be doing whilst um you know cassian and the rest of the rebellion is is you know fighting the upfront war while they're fighting the war behind the scenes if that makes sense but yeah i i'm very excited to see genevieve o'reilly in as mon mothma but i'm also i'm super excited to see the clones back in live action you know we've really only gotten glimpse of live action clones in in uh the book of boba fett in the flashbacks 
with with Grogu and then in the flashbacks with Anakin in the Order 66 scenes of Obi-Wan. But it seems like we're going to get a, at least a handful of clones uh, in in this series. You know, I, I hope it's not just, you know, like a like a five minute cameo. But, you know, at, at the end of the day, hey, any clones for me is is a good thing. So seeing that kind of we I mean, we saw a little bit of that in the Bad Batch where they're switching from TK or from clones to TKs. Um but the other thing is you see, you know, just regular old TKs. You see regular stormtroopers in this. You don't see those, like, I, I call them the concept art uh, stormtroopers, but the ones from the Bad Batch, um, where they're like the pre-stormtrooper armor. But uh, we do see, there. Uh, we've seen a couple of scenes of clones, so, you know, maybe we'll get some cameos from, from some known clones, maybe a Cody, but uh, I don't know what exactly is going on with him at this time if he would even if that would fit into the story but yeah i i'm a shell for clones so if 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 we get more than more than a flashback of of some clone troopers i'm gonna be a happy camper it seems like there's a lot of them too and they're just shinies they're not you know they're not 501st or they're not 212th or or any of that so you know it it'll be the first time we've seen a non 501st live action costume which that's that's really big for me because you know they were all computer generated in the in the prequel trilogy so we didn't we never saw real clone armor it was all mo-capped so seeing some shiny clone trooper costumes is going to be is going to be definitely a, a a big thing for me but yeah i really i, I want to know what time period that would be because in the time of the bad batch they were already phasing out the clones and like i said you see tk's like tk stormtroopers in in parts of the trailer so i really want to know how far this is going to span and if you know if clone troopers are still around you know three four five years after revenge of the sith you know why were why was it in the bad batch that you know we had tk's already and I, I, I think it was less than a year past Revenge of the Sith. The the timeline on the Bad Batch is still kind of fuzzy for me. So, but uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see see the clones again. Uh, but speaking of the Bad Batch, um, I do have a note here for for the delay. I know I touched on it a few minutes ago, but being that Andor got pushed back to September 21st. I'm very curious to see what they do with the Bad Batch, because the Bad Batch was supposed to premiere on the 28th of September. And I know Disney does not like their stuff to overlap. So, I mean, you, that's that's very evident with the Marvel shows. They, they at least have a two or three week break in between. But, that being said, Andor was going to overlap with the Bad Batch no matter what. Because it, it was supposed to debut on August 31st. So that's only an extra three weeks, and Andor is supposed to be 12 episodes long. So we're getting uh, three months of, of Andor, or well, three months worth of Andor. I, I believe the original plan was to release two episodes. Now it's three on the 21st. But um, I'm very, I'm, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the Bad Batch, because, you know, I feel like at this point they almost have to push it back at least three weeks so you're not having this massive overlap between the two shows so um 
I, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I hope that it doesn't get pushed back too far. I really don't want to wait all the way into the winter, the early winter, to, to see the Bad Batch Season 2. But we will have Andor to, to kind of keep us held over until we do finally get it. I don't think they're going to push it back all the way to the end because that really wouldn't make sense to, to push it back. I mean, that would be, what, nine weeks? Well, I guess it would be eight weeks, but... Yeah, it, it would not make sense to me if they were to push back the Bad Batch all that time just to wait for Andor to be over, because then you're going to start pushing back everything else in your schedule if you really don't want them to overlap that much. Because, um, I mean, you get you got to remember, I think uh, Visions comes out early next year. I know The Mandalorian's going to be out. Uh, if, they, if they were to push it back nine weeks, because I think they're aiming for February for the, se for the third season of The Mandalorian. Um... Yeah, because the Bad Batch is 16 episodes, so, and they're only, I, I believe they're still doing it week to week. So there's, I don't, I, I'd be shocked if they did like a, a two or a three episode premiere, um, like they've been doing for, um, like they did for Obi-Wan, like they did for Andor, and uh, some of the Marvel shows, but it'll be, it'll definitely be interesting to see what they do with that, um, so yeah, just kind of. I guess now we just gotta kind of wait and see see what they're doing with um, with that, and you know, let's let's pray that it doesn't get pushed back too far. Because I I'm very excited to see Hunter, Wrecker, Tech, Omega, Crosshair, and Echo back. So I probably missed one of them. I think I did. I don't know who I missed. Anyway, but. <laughs> um, yeah, I am excited for for the Bad Batch season two as well. I mean, I'm excited for all Star Wars that's coming out. I don't really care what it is, but I I think the first season of the Bad Batch was was a home run and a half. So I'm I'm excited to see him back. I can't I can't say that I'm not. But uh, another thing that I wanted to kind of gauge interest in or not interest, but gauge thoughts on was uh, there's a scene in the newest trailer of a of a shipyard. And it really reminded me of Bracca from Jedi Fallen Order, the, uh, the the chop fields where you can where, you, you know, when in the game you see, you know, they're they're cutting off the wing of a, of a Venator uh, Star Destroyer. So I, I it looks an awful lot like that. A lot of the the rigging and the machinery look very, very much like what we saw on Bracca. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm probably way off the mark here, but I mean, could we see Cal Kestis, you know, just as a quick cameo? You know, we don't know how long he was there. We don't know what the time period is like, but, you know, it would it would be interesting to see if, you know, we just got a quick cameo from uh, from Prague or, or, or Cal from the from the um, introduction to the Jedi Fallen Order. I think that would be. That would seriously get get people going because I know they're they're trying to get a, a Cal Kestis show or a Cal Kestis movie off the ground as well to kind of bring bring him. Uh, I think it's Dominic Monahue. I think his name is. Uh, but the the actor who plays Cal Kestis to bring him into into live action and you know start building that character outside of the video games because obviously not everyone has access to play video games. So it's I think I think they want to bring that character out of that realm exclusively so but hey i'm i'm all for cal 
I, I'm excited to see him in, in any way, shape, or form. Because I the Jedi Fallen Order game was fantastic. And I, I, I would play it again if I had the time. But uh, yeah, so I, I that, again, that might be me just totally shooting in the dark. But, you know, it's, uh, us, us Star Wars fans, we can, uh, we can definitely keep our head up. Hey, sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to remind you guys about the Unifying Fandom Network, where me and several other podcasts, being the Inflatable Falcon and the Forces Behind Star Wars podcasts, we are all together under the same umbrella. There is a new episode of the Forces Behind Star Wars out, where the Rad Batch all discuss the Kenobi series, and then the Inflatable Falcon is live Wednesdays at around 8 to 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. So make sure you guys go ahead and go check those out. And then uh, as soon as you're done listening to this one, so we've got backlogs of, of all the shows, so you got plenty to listen to. So yeah, go check out the Inflatable Falcon and the Forces Behind Star Wars. So sorry to sorry to interrupt. Let's go ahead and get back to the rest of the show. But uh, another person that might show up, or, well, that is showing up, that uh, I'm excited for is Saw Gerrera. Seeing Force Whitaker back, that was a that was a shock to me in the. Uh, in the most recent trailer, I did not think that he was going to be able to, or he was going to be willing to come back. Um, and, and that's, that's for no other reason that I'm very, I'm very cynical. And I, I, I don't think many of the people have, have enjoyed their, their time on star Wars. Um, but again, that's me being extremely cynical and not being, uh, very optimistic, but yeah, the, the quick scene with Saw Gerrera was very, very powerful i mean cassie i believe cassie's line was call it what you will and saw just well let's call it war you know it's very it, it's 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 nice to see that 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 saw has you know had his edge and his you know his, this this uh readiness to fight you know for a very long time it seems like because you saw you saw a lot of that in in rogue one but that it had more turned to paranoia than it had turned to, you know, than it was, you know, you know, readiness to fight. Um, but yeah, I, any Force Whitaker is good Force Whitaker, especially seeing it him as Saw Gerrera. So I, I, again, he's one of those characters that I would have never thought, you know, th okay, that's the one that's going to keep showing up. Because I mean, he was in the Clone Wars. He was well, he was originally from the Clone Wars. Then we see him in uh, Rogue One. Now we see him in Rebels and Andor. And I might have gotten... I don't know if Rogue One was... If he was in Rogue One before he was in Rebels. But either or. Um, yeah, I would have never pegged him to be the character that would just show up randomly in some of these shows. Um, but it, I'm also... I'm, I'm curious to see if he's if he's still got his, his foot in this one. I always thought it was an interesting, uh, interesting look to, ha to see him with that, uh, like pirate esque look with his uh, with his one robotic foot, um, and you know, with with the technology that 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 is available in Star Wars, it was always weird to me that it was just one of those like hinged at the middle, like flat pieces of metal, as opposed to like a a um, anatomically correct metal foot um just just one of the the odd choices but i mean it makes sense you know if you're if you're living in the shadows from the empire and you're trying your best not to be seen um it checks for for him to just kind of have these like rinky dink like droid parts that uh that you can you can get without you know making making a big scene 
but yeah, Saw Saw is is and always will be one of my favorite characters just because of of what he does and and who he is as a character. I always just thought the nuance of him has always just intrigued me. So I'm very excited to see see him come back and and again, hopefully in a in a larger role, but I know I know I, I keep saying this I like I want Mon Mothma, I want Saw Gerrera, and I'd like to see Cal Kestis, but I, I'm I'm fully aware that you know I'm probably not going to get all my wishes, and one of these is probably going to be just like a a bit of a cameo. But I definitely I, I want the show to focus on Andor, and it's funny I haven't even really talked about Cassie and Andor in in this episode yet, but um, Diego Luna is I mean from what we've seen thus far he's he's absolutely going to crush it again. I mean. He was phenomenal in Rogue One. I'm confident he's going to be phenomenal in this. And it's... I'm excited. Diego Luna is, is a, again, a fantastic actor who's going to absolutely crush this. I have no doubt about that in my mind. Um, and it's it's going to be nice to see Cassian kind of grow up a little. Because this is supposed to take place over a couple years. What what years those are is, is, is yet to be seen as far as I'm aware. But... I, I'm very excited to see him, you know, kind of grow into this, like, uh, almost leadership role. Like, kind of a pseudo-leadership role. I don't know if he was actually ever a leader in the Rebellion um, in a formal aspect. But, yeah, it's I'm very excited to see him as, you know, kind of kind of step into this larger, larger world of, you know, the Rebellion. And, like, oh, you can actually do something about, you know, the treachery that's being caused throughout the Empire um but yeah so it'll be it'll be fun to see him come back again sadly it's not it's not gonna be with with his sarcastic sidekick in k2 but uh he's apparently getting like it almost looks like a like a cross between like a, a gonk droid in in an r2 unit in an astromech droid um as a sidekick we we get one quick glimpse of it in the trailer it, it literally just looks like a, re a little red box um but uh, they they kind of spoiled that one. Oh, excuse me in the uh, in the trailer or excuse me in the the toy releases for uh, Comic Con San Diego Comic Con. But yeah, the the other thing that I'm I'm really really curious to see what they do with is you know I, I kind of touched on it is you know how like yeah we know Cassian is is this this you know I don't want to say cold blooded but you know. He, he's a freedom fighter. I want to see how he goes from, you know, an innocent, presumably six-year-old, um, to this, you know, never-say-die um, freedom fighter in the Rebellion. I, I Again, that's not something that you see too often, or that we haven't seen too often yet, is, you know, okay, how do we, how do we get from point A to point B? When it comes to the rebellion, I think the the closest you got to that was was Ezra, but he, you know, he was still old enough to to realize like what the empire what the empire was doing was bad. Um, so I, I'm just I'm curious to see if they're they're gonna you know take the take the approach of, you know, okay, it's a Cassian doesn't really he's he's too young to really understand what's going on. And he's going to be surrounded by some people that, that kind of tell him, like, look, this isn't how things should be. This isn't how things were. So, you know, you can either you can either pick up a rock and fight with us or you can cower behind and, and let let the world go 
go to shit, so to speak. So I'm, I'm very excited to see that. Um, but yeah, I think I think I think Andor is going to be a phenomenal show. If, if I haven't made that clear enough again, sad that it got delayed a little bit. But, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to get three episodes on the day of launch, which kind of sucks for me personally, because I work Wednesdays. And I always hated that they switched from from Fridays to Wednesdays because I have Fridays off. So that was that that's always been a bit of a bummer for me. But I've usually been able to get them in and you know be able to wake up at three and and watch them all as soon as they or watch the the episode as soon as they drop and get back to bed. But I uh, it's for Andor it's going to be a little difficult to to squeeze it all three. Oh, excuse me, I don't know why I'm yawning so much. It's only seven thirty. At least when I'm recording this, but uh, yeah, so the, the the three episodes is going to be a little bit difficult for me to watch all at once. But I'm sure I'll I'm sure I'll manage. Um, I'll just be a little tired for work the next day. But the other thing that that really really excites me, and it's not not really anything story wise. It's just some of the costumes and the props that we've seen so far have really looked fantastic. You know, being someone who who has got you know, I don't want to say a customer's background because I'm really what I'm doing is nowhere on par with with some of the things that that other people that I know are doing, um, and that might be might be me just being my own worst critic. But you know, I do not think very highly of my own costumes in comparison to those of of what others have done. Uh, but seeing some of these have really you know inspired, you know, at least it in in some capacity. Um, giving me some sort of inspiration to to do some of the costumes for this show. Ugh. Wow. I don't know why this is just hitting me like a freight train right now. But yeah, even some of Cassian's costumes or even some of like the background characters, you know, the again, like I said, that that kind of every man, you know, or the denizen, if you will, seeing some of those characters in the, in those costumes that are really just, you know, well put together and, and you know, they really explain kind of like the depth of, of what the universe is like at that time where, you know, there, you've got these like rag, you know, ragtag clothes of, you know, you know, they're, they're not like the clean cut uniforms of what you see in the empire, which I'm getting off topic, but I love, love, love the white uniforms for the officers when director Krennic um, first debuted, I hadn't seen Rebels yet, so I wasn't. And I, I'm, 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 I've been very clear about this. I'm not a book reader. I do not read to save my life. Um, but uh, it was really the first time that I saw a white officer's uniform, and I don't know why. It just it really stuck out stuck out to me. I think it looks very crisp. It looks very clean, and it's one of the, in my opinion, at least one of the best looking costumes for the empire um as compared to like the the olive gray or the black uniforms that we are, are accustomed to seeing but we see a lot of the white uniforms in this and i really want to know what their role is and i'm sure i'll find out at some point be that from the show or from the 501st or what have you but you know they they their rank badges <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Again, it's it's only seven uh the seven forty now, but um I don't know why this is hitting me so hard. But yeah, we uh we see oh who was it? The uh 
he played Kyburn in Game of Thrones. But uh, same same actor, but obviously in Star Wars now, um, his uniform is is really the one that that sticks out to me. And there is a there's a female officer. Oh my god, am I gonna be able to get through the rest of this without yawning? Oh my god. Um, but there's a there's a female officer with a very like. It didn't give me that same vibe as like. Um, the the rest of like the imperial officer uniforms, Sim it it more so resembles at least in my mind um, that of the first order because she's wearing like a uh, an overcoat over her uh, her uniform, and I don't know if it's like a full trench coat or if it's just like a like a regular jacket, um, but just like the 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 very angular corners and the the very pressed look to it. Just kind of reminded me that of like uh, General Hux's uh, coat from from the sequel trilogy. So I, I really I'm loving the look of these costumes. Oh my gosh, this is this is gonna sound awful in the back half of this, and I, I again I am very sorry. Um, but yeah, I, I think the the look of the the Imperial officer costumes have looked fantastic. And uh, I, I, we're gonna see a very different side of the empire because it's not gonna be like your your Darth Vader's or your your or even you know the Emperor or your Grand Moff Tarkin. I feel like it's gonna be a lot of like the Aaron boys, you know, kind of like Agent Callus was in in Rebels. So again, kind of that that same deal where it's like you know you don't see that a, a whole lot. It's always these you know high level threats where, you know, it's it's the top of the food chain almost. Uh, but I feel like a lot of these guys are just going to be like, you know, they're they're not high up. They're they're officers, but they're not like the officers. They're 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 the boardroom guys from from A New Hope, or they're the uh, the people standing behind the guy getting choked by Darth Vader. So, yeah, I'm curious. Again, I, I'm just I'm curious about the show. I'm interested and I'm curious. I'm going to say it a thousand times. I don't know. I don't know what else I can even say. I'm just, I'm very interested to see what they do with this show. Because it's, again, it's not something we've seen before That's that's been a, in, explored at least on screen. So, I think what they're doing looks fantastic. I'm very, very hyped for this show. And, uh, yeah, it it looks amazing. From I mean, just I'm, I'm kind of just watching the trailer go by without any sound, but... You know, it's very gritty. It's very real, and uh, I'm I'm I I'm very surprised they're they're taking such a deep look into the, you know, the Imperial senators like Mon Mothma, and it it looks like uh, Stellan Skarsgård character is in the Senate as well because there's a couple of scenes of him, you know, putting on the uh, the fancy clothes and and whatnot, um, so. Again, I'm 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 shocked they're they're going what appears to be that deep into that, but it, again, that's a very important part of the rebellion because, like, again, I'm pulling quotes from the trailer, um, like Mon Mothma said, you know, if people just think I'm in I'm uh, what was the the phrasing? An annoyance, maybe. Oh boy, I know where it's at. Sorry. 
an irritation. Um, if everyone thinks I'm an irritation, maybe they'll miss what I'm really doing. So I, I think that line in particular is is very, very powerful for what they're building in this show of, you know, they don't know really what's going on. They may think they have an understanding, but they have in reality, they have no idea. So I'm I, I think that that what they're doing is going to be going to be spectacular. Um, so. Yeah, I, again, I'm 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 excited. I'm I'm really pumped to see what's what's gonna go down in this. Oh, and the the Death Troopers, one uh, another um, sect that I never thought I would see again. I thought the Death Troopers were just like uh, Director Krennic's uh, special unit. So I, I'm baffled that we see them in such a prominent role in this trailer with with the rest of the troopers. Um, yeah, it's. I it because when I when I saw them for the first time I don't remember if they were in the first trailer or not I'm sure they probably were, but I must have just forgotten. But I was I was really taken aback. I was like, "Wow, Death Troopers!" That's. I mean, they've got the costumes. I mean, you may as well use them. But you know, I again, I it was just in my own headcanon where it was like I thought that was just a uh, like Director Krennic's special special forces unit. You know, his his special in, enforcers. So, yeah, another 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 group that I'm really excited to see. Um, I think the Death Troopers were, were one of the again, you know, like cannon fodder, in in at its deepest of, of deep cores. Um, you know, they were never going to be like setting the world on fire with what they were doing, but they. Uh, it's still it's it's interesting to think about. Like you've got these elite forces in in the ranks of the 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 stormtroopers that you know they have to they, they speak in um code if you will so so you know you can't you you don't know what they're saying and i think that like kind of like jarbled up um uh speech was was very uh very cool in rogue one so yeah Pumped to see the Death Troopers back. I'm really excited to see to see Cassian get back in action. Because I mean, I fell in love with the character from from his very first scene when you see him have to to shoot his own friend in the back, um, in order to to keep the rebellion alive, to to know what's going on, and you know, be able to fight the good fight. So hopefully, we see a lot more of that in in Andor. Well. Hopefully we see a lot more of the good fight, not so much the uh, the unfortunate demise of, of friends of the the main character. But I'm sure we'll have the we'll have those scenes too, and they're gonna be as heart wrenching as as all get out. Cause you know that's what Disney does. They 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 like to make us upset. Why do you think they keep replaying Order sixty six in every single thing that they get the chance to? I guarantee you we're probably gonna see an Order sixty six scene in this. If I had to venture a guess, I would say that you're gonna the the one of the opening scenes is gonna be there's a Jedi on whatever planet Cassian's on, and again, I'm probably shooting in the I, this is probably a shot in the dark. I'm probably grasping at nothing here, but knowing Disney's mo, they want to get an Order sixty six scene in a because it gets people going. Everyone loves to see the Order sixty six scenes, and everyone hates to see Order sixty six scenes because they're so goddamn emotional. 
every time. It can be with characters we've never met or never cared about. You know, I mean, look at uh, look at Jedi Fallen Order. We had no idea who. Uh... Oh my God, I just had his name. Oh Jesus, Cal's master. I don't remember his his actual his character's name, but uh... oh, that's gonna bug me. Uh, Charles Chapel. Um, yeah, like we had no idea who he was. We saw a few flashbacks uh, in the training montages from the game, but you know, even his death was, you know, was heart wrenching. It was, it was just a shot in the gut. Um, to to see that, and it was again. I, I'm going. I'm getting on a soapbox here, but Disney loves to put in the Order sixty six scenes. But I guarantee you, one of the first scenes or a flashback scene at some point, there's going to be the clones, or you know, it's going to be clone troopers on whatever planet. There's going to be a Jedi, you know, defending from from the CIS in the, in the the Separatists on whatever planet, and um, Order sixty six is going to hit, and the Cassian's going to watch Jedi get gunned down. I bet. I, I, I'd put my money on it. I'm not saying, like, he's going to be interacting with him. I'm just saying that he's probably just going to watch a Jedi get gunned down. And that might step on the cannon a little bit, because um, he... Yeah! Did Cassian know about the Jedi in Rogue One? Oh, it's been, it's been a couple weeks since I've seen it, so my brain is kind of foggy on it. I've got the memory of a goldfish. I swear to God. I'm Everything, it's... There's nothing going on behind these eyes a lot of the times. If it wasn't like 10 minutes ago, I don't remember it. But uh, it's just probably a problem. Yeah, it'll be fine. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it's... I, I, I would put money on that. It, it, in some capacity, there is at least, at least going to be a mention of Order 66 in the show. At any point. Um, And it's... I. I even if it's not Cassian, it's going to be, you know, Mon Mothma. Well, the, the, you know, your troopers gunned down thousands of Jedi, blah, blah, blah. Or I watched, I watched, you know, our Jedi generals get gunned down in the streets of XYZ. So it's, I, I, Disney's got an MO. Tell me I'm wrong. We've seen Order 66 and everything but the Mandalorian so far. And, and even that, I, I would I would argue that we saw it in the man in the Mandalorian universe in the same vein of the Mandalorian because you know the Mandalorian the Book of Boba Fett Ahsoka and uh, what was the other oh Rangers of the New Republic but that got canceled they're all in the Mandalorian universe or, or um, sphere so I'm counting that as we've seen it in everything they've done so far at least with the shows so. I, I, I'm putting money on it. I'm, I'm calling it right now. Date it. There's going to be an Order 66 scene slash reference in Andor. They love using it. Tell me I'm wrong. But, uh, yeah. Well, I don't want to ramble on too long. This is already longer than I anticipated it to be. But, uh, yeah, I'm super pumped for Andor. I'm, I'm really excited to see everyone come back from from rogue one and and the the prequels that that were that are in it specifically cassian mon mothma and saw guerrera those are the the big three that i'm excited for to uh to come back and and see what they do um but yeah so i i've got really high hopes for this show um i'm not going to be disappointed i i know a lot of people want me to say that Oh, if it doesn't have, you know, XYZ happen, I'm, I'm not watching Star Wars anymore. That's not who I am. I'm going to love the show. 
I, I may not love it as much as some other things, but I know I'm going to love the show. And you know why? Because it's goddamn Star Wars. That's why. And I love everything that comes out that is Star Wars. So I'm, I'm pumped for the show. I think it's going to be fantastic. Uh, but yeah, so Andor comes out in a month and a half now. It was a month, but now it's a month and a half. So, which sucks. It really sucks. But it is what it is. It's. I know it's going to be well worth the wait. I know those first three episodes are going to be, you know, just fantastic, phenomenal, off the wall kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm super, super excited for Andor, and uh, yeah, I don't. Again, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I'm. I'm just. I know I'm not going to be disappointed with it. Uh, if I am, I'll. I'll eat my. I'll eat my own words, and uh, you know, you can come back here and and tell me. Oh, I told you so. I told you so. You know, it wasn't great, and you, you don't like it, but it's it's. I'm I'm very very easy to please when it comes to Star Wars. You really gotta, you really gotta mess something up for for me to to dislike it. So, but yeah, Andor. That's yeah. Those are my thoughts. Those are my those are my post trailer thoughts. So, you know, hey, hit me up on TikTok at John Scalise, J O H N S C A L I S E. Hit me up. Let me know what you think of of Andor. This is this the I'm recording live right now. Um, uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know when this video is going to be up, but or this this recording is going to be up. But I know it'll still be in a time frame where it's relevant. So yeah, if, let me know what you guys think of Andor. Drop it either drop it in the comments of this video if you're watching it on YouTube. If you're if you're listening to the the podcast, just hit me up on the uh, on my TikTok page. And let me know. Let me know if you're excited for Andor. What are you? What are you hoping to see? What are you hoping to, to get out of it? And you know, are you going to be disappointed if you don't see something? I hope not. It's Star Wars. We all, at the end of the day, we got to remember, more Star Wars is good Star Wars. Because you know, there there were times. You know, I I know, obviously, I wasn't alive for it. But from '83 to '99, there was nothing. You had you had a couple Ewok movies and. You know, a couple other, you know, spinoff stuff, but no, nothing really big, like any of the stuff that we're getting now. We are spoiled rotten with a lot of the Star Wars stuff that's coming out. And I mean, even, even from 05 to 2015, we had the Clone Wars, and that was really it. You know, be that the movie or the show, and, you know, it's, now we've got so much coming out where we don't just have to cling to one thing. So you gotta remember, we're spoiled right now. Uh, it, we it could be we could be getting nothing. So let's be let's all just remember be grateful that Disney's even pumping out Star Wars content. We got something we're getting something new every couple months. So and again now we're gonna start getting into the time when we're overlapping a little bit because I've got a feeling that you know Andor is gonna run over the Bad Batch. The Bad Batch if if depending on how long it gets pushed back, it's gonna run over into the Mandalorian. You know the Mandalorian might run into Ahsoka in. So, we got a lot of Star Wars coming out. So, let's remember, you know, keep our heads up. It's not all it's not all terrible. Nobody's out to nobody's after your childhood. So, more Star Wars is good Star Wars. That's always my motto. But uh yeah. Beskar Bucket episode 5 in a books. That's my thoughts on Andor. Make sure to watch the Inflatable Falcon podcast. We're live Wednesdays at 8 um 8 8:30, I think. Yeah, yeah, eight eight thirty Eastern Standard Time. Uh, just look up the Inflatable Falcon podcast on YouTube or Star Wars Geek Girl. That's usually where it's at. 
Um, I have a, I have a link in my link tree for it. If you need to find it, um, go check out uh, the newest episode of the Forces Behind Star Wars, where the Rad Batch they uh, they're talking about uh, Kenobi as a series or the Obi Wan Kenobi series. So definitely make sure to check that out. Uh, Star Wars Geek Girl, I know she, I know Zoe's taking a bit of a hiatus because uh, she's ramping up, getting ready to go back to school. Same with Lizzie. So, uh, but go listen to the most recent episode that I was on. Uh, Zoe and I talked about the finale of Kenobi a little late, but uh, better late than never. So, yeah, go go check out everyone. You know, we're under the Unifying Fandom Network banner here, and we uh, we all love Star Wars. So if you like if you like the Beskar Bucket, you're gonna like the Inflatable Falcon. If you like the Inflatable Falcon, you're gonna love the Forces Behind Star Wars. If you like the Forces Behind Star Wars, you're gonna love Star Wars Geek Girl. I don't know if they're officially under the banner yet or not, but we're all in the same circle, so may as well be. But uh, yeah, if you like if you like any of them, you're gonna like the rest of them. We're all pretty like minded and uh, and uh, we're all pretty similar in our views here. So yeah, definitely go check out Beskar Bucket, Inflatable Falcon, Forces Behind Star Wars, and Star Wars Geek Girl. You got plenty of backlog for all of them, except for my show, which is ironic. Uh, so yeah, if you're still with me here at the almost 50 minute mark of me just rambling to myself for almost an hour, I appreciate you guys hanging out. I know it's probably not the most exciting thing to listen to, especially with it when it's just me kind of going off my own, going off the cuff here. But uh, I appreciate you hanging out and, and listening to me. And uh, yeah, find me on TikTok at John Scalise, Beskar Bucket, where podcasts can be found, Inflatable Falcon on YouTube, Wednesdays at 8 forces behind star wars anywhere you can find podcasts and star wars geek girl wherever you find podcasts so i appreciate you guys coming out have a great night guys